This is a moment in wine and hip hop, brought to you by Crew Love, blending wine and hip hop at the highest level. Wine and hip hop, wine and music. Tell me up, know what it is. Check this out. Oh yeah, you'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip hop really mirrors the the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. Yeah, yeah, what's good, y'all? It's your man, Jermaine Showtime Stone, a.k.a. The Wolf of Wine, a.k.a. The Zara Vibes, a.k.a. Young Thanos. I'm just out here collecting Infinity Stones. That's a lot of AKAs, buddy. We got to get you an AKA. Yeah. I think you got a couple AKAs, yeah, too. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of AKA. All right. We're here with Ms. Stevie Kim, Director of Van Italy International. That's I'm, me. I am honored to be in your presence um, thank you so much for coming it's uh, it's pretty cool that you're here to be I, quite honest I'm i can't really, believe you're here i'm really excited i mean i've i've been to vin italy obviously mm-hmm. but just to be involved with the organization is is a different level when 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 were you here last in 2018 Right, so re- fairly recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah and what did you do? We actually. I know you're supposed to be interviewing me, right? <laughs> but, but I just, I'm just curious. No, we actually, um, we came to find a Lambrusco. You know, I'm working with Raekwon from Wu Tang Clan. Oh. And um, yeah. Which one we, did you find? Uh, Cantina Cheche. Oh, Cheche. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're really cool. I love Manuele and uh, all those guys. There, oh, so. that's good. Yeah, yeah, we. They were like family now. Okay, you know? excellent. Just like you're like family now. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. So, so, Stevie, a big part of <clears throat> what we do here is blend wine and hip-hop. Okay. Now, to help our hip-hop audience mm-hmm. understand who you are, I'd like to ask who your rap spirit animal is. Yeah, first now, of all, you know, I had to Google that. Like, <laughs> what is rap spirit animal? You so, like, it. And then I... Um, I have um, two girls. They're into rap. So I wrote to them and I was like, what does it mean, rap spirit animal? And they're like, bleh. Like, they didn't know either. So <laughs> so um, I guess you mean like, like an artist, right? Yeah, yeah. So think about it this way. You know, everyone, if you could pick a rapper that... Yeah personified your style and and your spirit are you ready are you ready for this are you ready i don't know if i'm ready i'm going to kind of date myself Mm -hmm. okay but it's going to be the sugar hill gang because drop a bomb real quick no no i'm serious (laughs) the rapper's delight is like it represents my you know my life right you know because you don't know a lot of about me but i went to brooklyn tech so when here. I first, um, that was, that was I think towards the end of my high school. That's when I think that's like the first rap song that made to kind of the mainstream. Is it that is, correct? It, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't really know a lot about rap history, you, but I just remember like when it came out, it was so exciting for us. It's technically the first commercial rap. Yeah, record. you see, so I got yeah, one hundred percent. See, you said you wasn't a hip hop yeah, person. Yeah, no, but. I, no, but I mean, <laughs> listen, I don't know if it's. I guess that was hip-hop. For us, it was hip-hop. Exactly. So, um, well, that's, you know, I think that really speaks to the point of what we're trying to do with wine right. and hip-hop and show how it connects people from all different walks of life. You know, you have a spe- Do you have any special stories about that song? Well, I think, well, for us, it was, it was not just a rap song. You know, it has a lot of political connotations. Right. So for, for us, it was very important. 
especially the school that uh, now it's all gentrified, you know, Fort Greene. But right. it wasn't gentrified at the time. You're from Brooklyn, right? I live in Brooklyn, yeah. but I'm from no, the Bronx. Ah, uh, okay. Where do you live? <laughs> in Brooklyn. Oh, in Williamsburg. Okay, William. well, yeah. that's kind of super, a trendy, super cool gentrified. place. But um, Fort Greene, where the school was, um, is still, wasn't that cool. Mm. In, when I was attending. Right. So it's very important, um, you know, the, all the cultural mix. And I love the school because it was so racially, you know, integrated. Right. Um, we had a lot of Asians and a lot of, you know, of course, the black community and, and the Brooklynites from all sorts. And I love that school, you know. So that was, um, and then the song just dropped <laughs> and it represented kind of everything so that song kind of brings you back to that vibe yeah that i love it and we were always partying um you know I was, of course you won't believe this but yes um everyone's going to know now i was a cheerleader so Get we used to do here. you yeah. see what we got an exclusive <laughs> here <laughs> so, wow okay yeah, so you know of course you know with the, we used to do a lot of parties um you know with the teams mm -hmm. both football basketball you still so. do a little dancing yeah, I do a little dance. You like first one on the dance floor? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm the first one. They, I, maybe I'm the first one, but then, then the kid, the young kids, they're like, all right, Stevie, like, it's time to move out. We're going to take over kind of right. thing. But yeah, have a good time. Got you. Got. Well, you know, you must drink a ton of Italian wine. Uh, yeah, Todd. Uh, so, you know, I, I want to make sure that uh, we educate our audience as much okay. as possible. Are there any Italian producers that everyone back home should be looking out for? You know what? I mean, um, I know the I, I know the rap community is huge on champagne, mm. right? Kind of the premium champagnes. But I think they, I would love to recommend um, Franciacorta, for example. I did like a three-part series on Clubhouse. So if they want to take um, check that out, you know we do a podcast as well, Italian wine podcast. And um, shout out to Italian yeah, wine podcast. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and um, Franciacorta is very similar to Champagne, the mm. way it's made, uh, but it represents um, a little bit more Italy because it's warmer. The climate, you know, Champagne is kind of cool. Right. Um, and it still has the characteristic. There's one uh, version that's called satin. So the, you know, the pressure, the atmosphere is a little lower. So it's a little rounder and it's a little softer. Mm. Um, and I would recommend for your audience to try that. Okay. I love Francia that. Francia Corta. So be sure to keep, to be on the lookout. Miss Stevie Kim put her stamp <laughs> on it. All right. <laughs> but I think they'll be pleasantly surprised. Awesome. Now, um, and I ask that because Vanilli is, you know, obviously based on Italian wine, but mm -hmm. it's also the largest wine and spirits expo in the world. Yes, it's quite large. I think it does compete with um, Provine now. I mean, with the pandemic, who's the largest? We'll never know. Yeah. Um, I think 2022 will be kind of the big year of return, I hope. You know, I yeah. hope because there's the Delta now, you know, who I the hell see. knows. But and then, you I know, hope. now you're on wine and hip hop. So, boom. Yeah. It's about to blow up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think it's great because, you know, the wine industry, the main problem is that we cannot engage new audience, the young audience, because, you know, the wine people, let's be honest, you know, it was it was they're just a bunch of wine snobs. Right. Um, and now I think 
with personalities like yourself, um, even Julia Kony, she was here at Wine to Wine. We, I think what you're doing is great because you're trying to engage a different type of audience right. and younger, most exactly. importantly, because that's the future. Because if younger people stop drinking wine, that's it. It's the end. Exactly. So that's what I'm, I'm concerned about. Right. You know, because the boomers, you know, the, the even the X, whatever, they'll they still, you know, there's a good market for that. But I need to engage the millennials and the Gen Zs. Right. In an know. authentic and real way. Yeah. I mean, they have to be genuinely interested. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. But Vanelli is more than just like a place where people show up and drink a bunch of wine. There's, there's several different events. I mean, I'm here for five-star wines and wines without walls. Yeah. How was that? How was that for you? Oh that was God. That's a wine competition. We usually do just before Vinitaly, right. but because Vinitaly was postponed, so we decided to do it in June, and I was like, I was like, shit, like, I was crossing my fingers right. till the very last minute, because you never know, right? Like, exactly. I mean, how do we live this pandemic? I mean, it's like, you never know. Regulations so I, yeah, daily. I didn't know how you can travel. Uh, in fact, we had a lot of um, casualties, especially Asia, um, Canada, Ca mm. Canadians couldn't come. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, because of because they're behind with the vaccination, but also the quarantine measures. It's not so much coming; it's when they go back, okay. right? And then, and then, you won't believe this: UK. Wow. Since the Brexit, oh my God, it's so much more complicated. So they cannot. There's no free movement of people anymore. So. Um, it meant that they had to go back and do two weeks of quarantine. That was not lifted, especially with the Delta, the new strain um, right now. So we've lost quite a few of the, um, the UK, um, both judges and the VIA candidates um, yeah. coming through. So, yeah, wow. but I'm excited. You finally made it. Uh, it was great. You know, I was, I was um, talking to our homegirl, Rebecca, and I was just telling her, like, that, that experience was really life-changing for me, you know? See, so tell me, tell me why. Tell well, me why. You know, First of all, you drank a lot of, I mean, you tasted a lot tasted of, you used the spittoons, right? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you have Good to. job. Good you job, Jermaine. <laughs> for for, for no. primer, first-timer, good job. You used the spittoon. Yeah. No, you know what? I mean, I've definitely done, you know, tastings. But mm -hmm. I've never had to taste and think so critically in a group, you know? And it, it's... You're not tasting for fun. This is you're representing winemakers. These awards matter. Yeah. You know, this is how marketing happens. So you have to think critically and um I've never really done that. So doing it in that way it just makes me want to do it a lot more. Yeah, but you had um you had a great panel chair, um, Yannick, right? He, yeah. Amazing. 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 Couldn't I, have done it without him. Yeah, I it was first time for him to participate as well in mm. Five Star Wines and I think he did a fabulous job. You had kind of like the New York group yeah. in a way. <laughs> it was a so, cool group. Yeah, it was you a cool, kind of like yeah, so um I think that was interesting. But you know, like you said, we do this because we want to give a tool to the wine producers so that they can um, promote their wines better. Right. So it's it's all about that. Right, and right. So, so can you break down everything involved in the Vinitaly umbrella? <laughs> you know, because so, there's like an academy. Yeah, so um, so let, let me just go through like the quote-unquote the Vinitaly marathon, right. which happens 
in Verona, the flagship edition. So I always say it's, it's like running a marathon for a couple of weeks because we usually have three days of the wine competition, which is called Five Star Wines and Wine Without Walls. It's, wine Without Walls is actually a natural wine competition that we started with Alice Firing. Um, and it was much more restrictive in the beginning, but now it's a little bit more open um, to the sustainable wines, organic wines, etc. And that was 25% of the participation. That, those are kind of the wines you've tasted, for right. example. Um, so we have three days of the, the wine competition. And then now we have, then it leads right into this event called our flagship event, uh, called op- Opera Wine. Love it. Yeah, Opera Wine. I'm going to get real fly for that one. Yeah, and <laughs> Opera Wine, this, this, it's our 10th year anniversary edition. And I, I don't know if you've been to Wine Experience. Um, it's, no, it's, I've never been. Yeah, oh, wine, yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah, Wine absolutely. Experience is the grand tasting event that Wine Spectator does right. every year. That's their flagship event. And it's kind of like Wine Experience where they do 300 top producers in the world, but it's just for Italian wine producers. So we have this great collaboration with them, and we've been doing it. This is the 10th year anniversary. So um, what we've decided for the 10th year anniversary is to um, um, also reinvite the past participants as producers. So right. this year we'll have, which, which I'm excited that you'll be coming, 186 producers. And these are, you know, all the principles will be there. Of course, it's the pandemic. So, and it's really exciting also for the producers because it's, you know, in one room, they all get to see each other. Right. So I, it's, it's a true representation of um, Italian wine, the finest of Italian wine, if you will. Um, it, and it covers the, um, 20 regions. Mm. So you have a little bit of everything. Of course, it's very Tuscany and Piemonte-centric and Veneto, a big player, of course, in Italian wine. But it has wines represented from every single region. Mm. And then we, after opera wine, of course, um, we'll be uh, doing Vinital International Academy, which is um, a certification program. It's a very deep, deep dive. It's very geeky for the highly specialized um, professionals, wine professionals, or and educators, journalists who want to do a deep dive. And it's a certification program from Vinital International Academy. It's not easy. The pass rate is about 25 percent, and including difficult. you know MWs and MSs have participated in the past. Pedro, Pedro Baleceros, the first uh, master of wine, he's our um, ambassador. Mm. Actually, I was going to kill him because he never studied. And I was like, (laughs) if he fails, I'm going to be so embarrassing. (laughs) But he passed, luckily. Um, So that's that, the Vinital International Academy. We've gone through, I believe, about 800 um, candidates from all over the world. A lot of representation from China and, um, I would say, America and Canada because those are the areas where we've also held um, Vinital International Academy, not flagship, but other editions, local editions. So we have about 230 um, certified Italian wine ambassadors now. Mm. And hopefully with this edition, we'll add a few more. Um, Then, of course, there is Vinitaly, and Vinitaly is a full-fledged four days of 
of you know exhibition. Straight fire. Yeah, and it's, it's <laughs> four like, days of straight fire. Yeah, and basically. four thousand you know four thousand um, Italian wine producers exhibiting. You know, some of them bit small, some of them huge. Like they have their own castles, as as yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it's. I think like you know, there are a lot of wine exhibitions in the world, but I think if you are interested in Italian wine, this is a place to be. You know, one hundred percent. I mean, that was a big part of um. You know, that was a big start to uh, my company. You know, because when we came in searching for an Italian wine, we mm-hmm. knew where to come. You know, it was like. Yeah. Everyone that we wanted to speak to in one place. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it just just made perfect sense. Yeah, and with the pandemic, right? Like, I mean, you know, we did a lot of things digitally. The other product that um, we organize is called Wine to Wine, which is a wine business forum. Right. Happens like just after the harvest, before Christmas time, so that the producers can come. But you participated in the digital edition. I Thank did. you so much for that. I loved it. Um, but hopefully you can come back in person um, because it is about 2,000 attendees and about 100 international um, speakers. And that's where we talk about um, wine business ideas. We share these business right. ideas. Which so it's really not about important. tasting. There is no wine tasting involved. It's all about the biz, uh, the wine business side, mm. you know, so the educational, um, the market focus, and communication, promotion, um, um, all of that, that stuff. And that's two days. Um, we have about 70 workshops, parallel workshops. So wow. I, think it's, I think it's safe to say it's, if it's not the largest, but it is quite significant. Right. Um, and that happens towards the end of the year. Then, of course, we travel abroad uh, on behalf of in Italy, and there are where we either run grand tasting or exhibitions or Vinitaly International Academy. So there's a quite a bit of um, traveling um, in the territory as well. You know, our market is very, very strong. Vinitaly is very, paradoxically, Vinitaly is huge very famous in russia in fact we have two russian um you know colleagues i don't know if you met them yeah lns from siberia you have to (laughs) listen to her um and then eugenia so it's it's a very important market for us as well Mm, that's really cool so when we come into brooklyn is the question. When, when are you, you coming know, back to Brooklyn? I know, you know. Um, <laughs> actually, we have never done an event in Brooklyn. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Listen, Williamsburg, arms yeah. open. It's yeah, you, you never know. <laughs> I think once we start traveling again, I mean, I know we have something scheduled in July for for stateside in terms of the academy. Mm. Um, I think it's a little tricky because I think now the hospitality like when during pandemic, a um, lot of people had free time because a lot of people were on furlough or they were not, you know, working, you right. know, full time. So they had more time, but they couldn't travel and they were afraid we couldn't, you know, we couldn't be in one place. So that was challenging. So we cancel all of our, um, our events. Wow. And now uh, we want to do something in July, but now everybody's back to work and they don't have the time, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, catch 22 situation. But we are planning to come back um, into, I think, four cities in, in July, hopefully. We'll cool, see. Cool. I'm kind of, you know, living day to day. So the, I have to finish this marathon yeah. and then we'll kind of, you know, finish focus. this marathon. Yeah. You'll think about the next race. Yeah. 
<laughs> makes sense. That's that's really cool. Well, you know, speaking of the pandemic, everything uh, that you're doing is so involved with being in person and connections and events. How did you guys navigate the craziness of 2020? Like when when everything went down, what was going through your head? So, um, I mean, you see this office here. It's a huge open space. Right. You know, and you see, we have a lot of space. So, and because the um, the category of the company of which we operate, because this is basically a media agency, mm. and it was considered an essential type of work. So we were actually pretty much open the entire time. And this saved a lot of, I think, um, um, prevented a lot of mental Ill illness, right. to be quite honest. Yeah. Because I think, especially the younger generation, in Italy, it's all about, you know, going and having aperitivo at the bar. That's, a, that's like the fabric of Italian culture, mm. right? Especially the younger generation. And the fact that they couldn't do that anymore. Mm. It, was, it was, I think, mind-blowing, and it was very challenging for many. So I think the fact that they were able to actually come here, and as you know, there's, there's so much wine in this office, uh, the fact that they can actually share a glass of wine, and that, I think, helped a lot instead of just being isolated. Right. I closed up the office for one week, and everyone was complaining, like, can you please open up the office? <laughs> You know, we're, you we're got such a cool walls. staff here. I'm sure everybody's like friends and yeah. I mean, you know, like you know, when there are 40 of them or whatever, like of course some of them are friends, some of them are my enemies. That's yeah. natural. Oh, yeah. But I think it allowed them to kind of lead a um, not a normal life, but to they were able to cope better psychologically right. because they actually saw people. You know, a lot of the mental illness right now, I have other businesses where I have also medical practices. Mm. And um, I mean, the, 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 um, the psychological state of the pandemic is I think completely not, it's kind of unspoken, but there has been incredible damage of like, you know, um, isolation and not being able to socialize yeah, because you know said. we're socialized you know we're like social animals right. right so if I you know it's very important and I think that was a huge 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 problem yeah I, I know um suicides for teenagers were way up people are not used to being just by themselves I mean despite we all have you know this but yeah, it's um, just not the same I think the fact that even they can you know all the um, tribulations, all their fears, the fact that they can actually talk to each other right. and share that, um, I think that was um, helpful. Mm. So a great advantage, advantage that we had, we were privileged because we were able to, you know, keep the office open. Right. And I think kind of that saved us. Definitely. And what was your mentality when reapproaching the events, even like when Wine to Wine went digital? You know what? I mean, when did when did the pandemic break? Like in January, in January. So um, when it broke, we never thought it was going to last. I mean, fast forward eighteen months now, right? right? Like we never we were we thought like, oh, it's going to last a month. It's going to last two months. It's going to last three months. So I think if we thought that it was going to last so long, then I think we would have all like jumped off the window, oh, right? Like, man. out of the window. So, like, the fact that I think we kind of 
led our lives day to day kind of saved us, mm. you know. So we dealt with it, all the, all the challenges, you know, day to day. Very important. I, I have to, you know, now we're here kicking it. We've, we've talked on Clubhouse a couple times. And uh, I feel like you're like the queen of Clubhouse. You know, you, I love your approach. You know, you throw flyers out. There's coordinated conversations. You're really thinking it through. Um, I, I was in a conversation once talking about celebrity wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was like Robert Joseph. <laughs> you know Robert Joseph and Robert Camuto. <laughs> right. So we're going to have a rematch, first of all. <laughs> You know, Kamuto is out of his, like, you know, world, and he was screaming. But I think that's what made it the conversation interesting, 100%. Right? Well, it made it very interesting. But, you know, um, I'm, I'm really interested to hear, like, what your take on uh, just everything you've seen with celebrity wines. We got Mary J. Blige, who has a wine out of Italy. Raekwon, yeah. who now has a wine out of Italy. What would, uh, how would you suggest that these artists or just celebrities overall, get their re- really start and get their skin in the game? Listen, I think, like, let's talk about Mary J. Blige. I think what she's done is fantastic. Mm. Because she is going to expose the concept of wine. Very simple, you know. Um, to an audience, maybe they would have drank, like, you know, cocktails right. or beer or other. Because the problem is, like, we need to have more people become interested in wine. Absolutely. And the fact that she can do that because of her, you know, status, because of, you know, she is, because if you think about it, who, you know, we talk about influencers, but there aren't that many wine influencers. Let's, let's be honest yeah. here, right? So I think the fact that a celebrity like Mary J. Blige can make wine a, not a commodity, but like kind of something that they can, it's completely approachable, mm. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, no, you know? it, it, it's totally true. I mean, that's a big part of um, why we started Crew Love, you mm-hmm. know, it's simply because there's no, I didn't see a direct marketing effort towards the African-American community. Which is crazy, right? You know, like no, no one's thinking like, hey, there's a whole audience here who's already drinking wine, let's sell them more quality wine. Right, right, right. <laughs> so... I think um, I agree, and you know, celebrities are going to do that. And just they cast a wider net, you know. It just it just makes sense. Uh, I, I like what, what's happening. Yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's fabulous. So you know, of course, you know, um, Robert Camuto is kind of like a man on his own island at the moment. <laughs> but still, you know, the fact that he's very passionate about you know he's all about he thinks it's like all or nothing. Right. I don't think it's binary. Mm, you know, that's, be. yeah, I, life isn't. yeah, so he really has this binary view, like, you know, it's black or it's white. And I just don't think it like that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'd like to do an exercise here. Um, what exercise? Like, <laughs> like gymnastics? We're do pushups. No, <laughs> I'm joking. Um, you know, tasting notes are super important. Mm-hmm. I'd love to start a listening note. Okay. Right. So I'm going to play a verse from a song, and I'd love to just hear your opinion on it. Think about it critically the same way you would think about a wine. Okay, and wait a minute. Explain to me again. So what am I doing? So when you think about um, a tasting note, you know, you have the look, the color, the palate. Um, so, pardon me, the look, the nose, the palate. You're, like, thinking through each part of that. So right. when you're listening to this song, think about the flow, the, the beat, 
and the actual context, the lyrics. Okay. You know, so when we look, and then just state an opinion based on that. Okay. And there is no wrong answer. Yeah, it's because like, it'll be wrong, definitely. It, well, it's totally subjective. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm from the Sugar Hill Gang <laughs> generation, so let me just remind you. Okay, let's hear this. It's totally subjective. So here, we're going to play a song called Marcy Me I'm, by Jay-Z. I'm, First verse. I was mixing, mixing, back... Back when Ratchet was a Ratchet and the Vixen was a Vixen and Jam Master J was a lob. I was mixing, cooking coke in the kitchen back when Robin was a piston. Mike was losing to Isaiah, but he soon will get his six one. Gave birth to my verbal imagination. Assume a virtue if you have not. Or better yet, here's a verse from Hamlet. Lord, we know who we are, yet we know not what we may be. So maybe I'm the one, or maybe I'm crazy. I'm from Marcy Houses, where the boys died by the thousand. Back when Pam was on Martin, yeah, that's where it all started. When Denzel was plotting carpet, the, I'll pack up. It's, it's like a project, is it? Yeah, Marcy is from the project that he from Bedford Style, right? I, I, I do recall that. Um, I, and I guess, what did he say? He said, like, you know, I, I know who I am, but I don't know where I'm going oh, or something. He quoted Hamlet. Yeah, so right. I, I think that kind of struck a chord to me. Um, and I, I suppose that is a struggle for a lot of these celebrities, mm. right? Because they, they, have, they have their roots and... Um, I don't know, it's going to be cheesy, but, you know, like Jenny from the block, kind of, I feel like, I know you're going to kill me, but... No, look, but she's from I, the Bronx, I got a rap. I, I feel like it's kind of like, of course, he's like the cooler, you know, much cooler um, um, artist in that way, right. you know, but um, I think that's that's kind of what what sticks in my mind. Well, Lisa Bonet is from my generation, you know, so... Um, and of course, you know, Lenny Kravitz. See, but and I, the fact that you made that connection to when, you know, for him to say that, you know, back in the day, Lisa Bonet was Beyonce. You yeah. know, it's just understand, like, seeing that and actually taking it in that. Listen, we about to make you a playlist, Stevie. I think we got to. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. No, because, like, my friend was very good friends with um, actually Lenny. Oh. Um, yeah, so. Um, uh, we went to actually Brooklyn Tech together, yeah. and um, there are four of us. And she's she she's very artistic, and um, I just saw her actually. She came with her crew to Milan the other day, and um, she was good friends with them. I think so. Mm. He, I think she's still in touch with them. Um, so she used to talk a lot about that, and um, you know. So we're very much um, very much part of you know that generation awesome awesome you know? well that was an amazing note by the way <laughs> i gotta say i didn't that, bomb listen you did not bomb at all and this is the first time we did that on this show so uh, okay. now everyone has big shoes to fill wow i'm right. i didn't completely bomb thank you no, very you, much you crushed it you, you absolutely crushed it you crushed it the way that my team crushed it yesterday so Great. All right. <laughs> Man. But Stevie. Good t-shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah. You know, shout out to. Um, Italian wine ambassador. No. You are now the Italian wine ambassador. It's official. You heard it live, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Jermaine, the Italian wine ambassador. Boom, boom. <laughs> but great. Well, I know that you are super busy. Yeah, I'm so kind of busy. <laughs> thank you for taking the time. No, I really thank you for it. making time for me. It's oh. great. I, I hope. You know, I hope to make it to Brooklyn. I will definitely ping you. Absolutely. My sister lives in um, Park Slope. Oh, nice. Well, listen, when you come, 
we will roll out the red carpet. No, no, so, absolutely. No. I'm going to count on that. Say no more. Say okay. No more. Only All way right. to do it for the queen. Okay. <laughs> All right, Stevie, thank you so much. This is another episode of Wine and Hip Hop. Peace. Ciao. This was a moment in Wine and Hip Hop brought to you by Crew Love.